Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR and Edited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Mike Dedos. Now, Mike, am I saying your last name right? Uh, it's actually Dedos, but Dedos. it's okay. everybody gets the name incorrect. <laughs> I apologize. I, I know how it feels when people don't say your name right, because I have a name that people don't say right. So it's like, I do try to do my best, but with yours, it, it was like... I don't know, how does how, how do you say it? And so I figured <laughs> dittos. <laughs> I was gonna say ditto, <laughs> but it's it's Ditos. Ditos. Okay. Yeah, it's a, a unique name. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. I've never listen. What's the origin? Where are you from? Uh, all I know is I'm German, Swedish, and Dutch. Oh, interesting, buddy. Awesome. <laughs> So now, one, I'd like to say thank you for making time to speak with me today. It's uh, truly a pleasure to have you on. And I am excited to do this episode with you because we're going to be touching on uh, a number of things, a number of topics that uh, are really important, things that people are battling and going through, suffering from on a daily basis. And it, uh, it's a truly a pleasure to be able to sit with you and talk about these things. And hopefully that we can um, help people out there. Right. So let's get started. Now we're going to be touching on uh, a number of things. One, like mindset looks, um, having a ADHD. Um, we're going to talk about being bullied and we're going to talk about fitness. Uh, but for one, let me get started with, uh, saying, um, once again, thank you. So Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, um, yeah, tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am completely different now compared to how I was back then. So back then I was, I had very low self-esteem. Um, back in high school, I was, I was bullied. I was picked on. I would be the, the person that they would, you know, uh, uh, when, when, you were getting picked to, for a, a basketball team or football team. I was the last person that they would pick in order to find somebody to go on their team. Like I wasn't, I wasn't athletic. I was a big punk rocker. I would spike up my hair. Um, I'd be at the skate park every single day. And um, I just tried so hard to uh, prove myself to people. It was from, you know, being in the slower classes, I rode the, the short bus to school. Um, after getting bullied, that really lowered my self-esteem. And I felt like I always had to prove myself. I was cool. I was cool with everybody. Like I was, you know, because I wanted to avoid confrontation. I had many different friends in many different groups, but I really didn't feel like I was really speaking my mind. So, um, Throughout, throughout a lot of my life, I've always tried to be a chameleon. I like trying to blend in with everybody. And uh, even like my, my relationships with my friends, 
romantic relationships, I would, I would always feel like I was settling, um, you know, feel like I would have to be in a relationship in order to be happy. Um, going on, you know, seeing, seeing my friends with uh, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, and going on online dating and <laughs> swiping right, trying to find like my, 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 the, somebody to complete me. Um, so th throughout a lot of my life, I've been like that. Um, so I w after, after high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I was, I used to play video games all the time. And uh, I used to be really into uh, being on my computer. So end up going to college at Western Michigan University and got my computer info systems degree. And it was just, it was just something like, I really wasn't too sure what I wanted to do. So I'm like, you know what, I think this would be a good option for me to go into. Um, so end up getting my IT degree, um, had very low confidence in myself. So it would, I would, it would, it took me a while to actually find a job, uh, an IT job. So I worked at my uncle's uncle's factory for a while doing sheet metal fabrication. Um, but back in high, back in college, so let me rewind to college. Um, I met my buddy, Adam, he was, he lived in the dorm with me and, uh, he's like three times the size of me. And he's like, Hey, Hey man, you, do you want to go lifting with me? And I'm like, the, the only time I've ever worked out was, uh, doing pushups and, and doing sit-ups when I was in high school, I, I knew nothing about this, nothing about nutrition. Uh, you know, I was eating pizza Lunchables in my dorm room and ramen noodle soup. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go. Ended up loving it. Um, ended up loving just the, the feeling of lifting weights, just getting stronger. And it just felt so empowering. But still, I was still trying to, I felt like I was still trying to prove myself um like lifting weights in the gym and checking to see if like any girls were checking me out like I was very I was very self-conscious about myself okay. um so you know I I signed up to become a uh a coach through Beachbody and ever since that I ever since that decision um I started reading personal development books I started doing a lot of mindset work and uh it's been really healing for me just you know doing that doing the journaling doing the meditation reading the books you know opening up my mind um to the possibilities of what i want in my life what what do i truly want in my life and uh it hasn't been easy but it's the more and more i work on my mindset the more it's like it's so freeing it's, uh, it's like, I feel this peace. And now, you know, I, I still go back to that old mindset sometimes where it's like, you know, have that low self-esteem where I'm trying to prove myself. But the difference nowadays is I catch myself when I'm going into that mindset and I have the tools to help me get out of it quickly. So that's been my like number one, uh, number one thing that I've gained the most through this journey is like yeah it's it's nice because i've done two spartan ultras this year 
um, and I've competed in a physique competition. I placed top 10 and I've achieved these big fitness goals that I'm proud about. But at the end of the day, nothing feels as good as looking at yourself in the mirror and loving who you are. Yep. It all starts there. Yeah, it does. I had that problem, man. When you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, whether, mm. you know, it doesn't matter what it is. If you don't like yourself, um, then that becomes a problem and it becomes a problem moving forward and in the future. Uh, and until you accept the fact that that is who you are and who you are, you know, what you're looking at is you. And until you accept yourself and love yourself and respect yourself, then you're always going to be, you, you are not going to be happy because it's a mental thing. You're always going to be thinking about it. It's going to be in the back of your head. I had to learn that. I had to, I had to, with the help of my wife, um, I had to learn that relationship and be able to accept the fact that who you see in the mirror is you. You need to love yourself and respect yourself. And that took time. It wasn't something that just happened overnight. And people, a lot of people do feel that it's a mental illness. Mm -hmm. It falls under that category of mental health. Of course it is. It took me a long time. So it is hard. And then you're right. You know, if you don't like what you see, then that's where you need to start because you come first and you have to love yourself first in order for you, for you to move forward. And I totally agree. It's just, I reached this point where it's like, you know, um, I've, I have developed a really strong relationship with God through my journey. And one of the, one of the verses he said is like, what's the point of chasing the wind? Like you're, you're always going to go into the future and look for some new goal and you think it's going to make you happy, but really, um, you haven't really, you haven't changed that mindset. You haven't, it's just something externally you're looking at and something internally you need to change. Um, so that was like one of my biggest thing is, one of my biggest um, aha moments is like asking myself, does this thinking serve me? Is this thinking true? What can I think instead? And um, so for all the listeners listening to this right now, those are some awesome journaling questions. Like if you have a limiting belief saying, you know, I'm not worth it, or like I can never be successful with my goals or uh, any of these other limiting beliefs that are just, they're from the enemy. They're, they're not from God. Yeah. Like when, when you were born, you were whole and complete because God doesn't make junk. So those are three those those are three journaling questions that have really helped me. So any kind of limiting belief is this true? Is this really true? Um, does this serve me? Because yeah, your your mind might you, your mind your mind might convince you that it is true because of all the times, you know, all these struggles from the past, which are they're not really struggles; they're they're learning lessons. Um, but really does, does this serve you thinking this way? Does it help you move closer? And what can I think differently? Because we have choice as Tony Robbins says, it's like everything happens for us and not to us in life. 
it's all about the way we look at it. Yeah. Perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk to me about, or let's touch on that first topic uh, that I mentioned before mindset. Talk to me about that. So my mindset is number one over everything. So for example, with, uh, so for the OCR listeners right here, um, if you're just starting out with running OCR races, um, we got to keep in mind that the people that we look up to had to start out at chapter one first. Um, and I always remind, I always remind people of this. It's like, people say, man, you ran like two ultras in a year. And I'm like, I can't believe it either (laughs) because, you know, I was going to just run one this year. And then unfortunately my, my friend that he passed away in a car crash and, you know, he was going to run the race. I inspired him to run the race. So that's another thing. When you go after bigger dreams in life, when you achieve things, it's going to inspire other people to, to do the same thing. Uh, But, but anyways, um, I ran the race for him in honor of him. And I always tell people, it's like, it didn't, it didn't happen overnight. Like it's, it's mindset. And it's like, there's different levels to this. When even like, when I, I go back to high school, I was doing push-ups and sit-ups. I knew nothing about fitness, nothing about nutrition. And then my buddy got me into weightlifting and it was like next level. And then I'm like, all right, I want to sign up for an OCR race. And I signed up for warrior dash. That was my, my, my first one I've, I did. And then after that, I'm like, it, it builds up confidence. The more you do those things outside your comfort zone, the things you're afraid of. But that being said, you're still, you're not going to, you're going to be nervous to do the next level so it's like all right I ran the warrior dash what do I want to do now and I decided you know what I'm gonna do a trifecta (laughs) like you know dream big shoot shoot bigger and then as my my uh I had a uh a mentor that always said um you got to commit first and then figure it out later because it's like you're never going to know all the details right away yep but a lot details you figure out as you go but yeah it's like it's been gradual over time where it's like I ran the trifecta and then um you know I ran the beast and then while I was running the beast I saw all these guys running the ultra and I'm like you know what maybe I could do that (laughs) and then I'm like you know what I'm gonna give it a try so it's mindset is number one over anything because you know especially people that are just starting out on a journey um you could say that you're gonna do something like i'm gonna work out four days a week or i'm gonna eat replace one unhealthy meal with a healthy meal like these simple habits but if you still have this this the story playing in the back of your mind saying um I can't be successful or uh, I'm not worth it. You're just going to look at yourself in the mirror and just 
you're going to be focusing on those, the way you look rather than the way you feel. And then you're going to get discouraged and it's going to be, it's going to be always on and off and you're not going to build that momentum that you need to reach your goals. Exactly. Mindset is so important. Oh my God, mindset, mindset. You need to be in the right mindset to move forward or to gain any goals. Um, there's two, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you mentioned a couple of things that were really interesting that I wanted to touch on. Um, accomplishments. You know, sometimes we set goals that we know nothing of, but we want to take a chance. And in, in doing so, we figure things out. And we may fail or we may succeed. You don't know because you've never been to that end result. So you don't know, but you figure things out. And when you get to the end, whether you fail or you succeed, it's an amazing accomplishment because you just, you did something that you were scared or you didn't, you knew nothing of, but you made it. Now, you know. So when you set another goal, that's some um, regarding whatever it is that you did, you know what the steps are, right? And you will succeed. And sometimes, you know, in life, it's, it's true what they say. Failing are not failures. It's not bad. They're lessons. They're steps, you know, uh, in, in order to get, for you to get to where you want to get to. But then there's also other accomplishments, accomplishments that you're aware of. For example, uh, in school, there's a subject or I'm in college and there's a subject that I got to go do. It's going to take a long time. Now I'm going to set that goal. I'm going to go and sign up for that class and I'm going to put all my mind and all my time and effort and I'm going to go get it done and you succeed. But that type of accomplishments you know about and you set this goal because you need it because there's an end goal at the end that you need to get to. And so you're trying to accomplish these little goals. And when you accomplish these goals, it's the greatest feeling. So it comes down to mindset, exactly like you said. When, you have the, when you're in the right mindset, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. now you sorry go ahead i agree and just uh that's why i always tell people it's it's so important to, um our so our minds are are it's like thirty thousand thoughts we have or something crazy like that every single day and the <laughs> the majority of them are negative like autopilot negative crap it's like, I suck, or that person looked at me weird, or um, I'm tired, or all these other, you know, these random things pop up that just run on autopilot. And this is why I always say it's so, you got to gate, you got to guard the, you know, the door to your mind. Like, what do you allow into your mind? Do you allow you know, <clears throat> all the fear from the media uh, with with the virus and everything on the news, or do you choose to, you know, I do 15 minutes a day of a personal development book. It has completely changed my life. Um, meditation, prayer, um, do something every single morning that helps you get into that positive mindset. And that spills into the rest of your day rather than, waking up and watching the news first or looking at your phone or looking at a text message email and then that will actually uh get it'll actually dig you deep into a rabbit hole that you're 
it's you're difficult it's difficult to get out of after you're in it yeah that's true you know there's this thing um, again so talking about that negative thought thoughts having that voice in your head that's always talking negativity there are two types of people that i've experienced and i've been you know part of both you have someone who's a product of the negative environment and someone who's a product of the positive environment in the negative mm -hmm. environment you you were raised or you know you were you went through life through that environment what people always told you no you can't you can't do that what are you thinking it's the worst idea all the negative I shouldn't swear, but whatever shit that you could ever think about mm -hmm. that you can't do. And so those people are putting those fears into you. And, but when people tell you constantly day in, day out that you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you start to develop that. And then that is what, you know, mm -hmm. now a pro somebody who's coming up in the, from a product, uh, a product of the positive environment where you come from a family and you're surrounded by people that are always telling you amazing things, elevating you, nourishing you, making you feel like you're a part of something. And every idea that you have is a good idea. And that person doesn't have those things. And everything that they do, they do it well because they always have that support system. How do you yeah. fix that? Can't. I come from that product of negative, negative environment. People have always been telling me, you can't do, you can't, you can't do this and you can't do that. And it got to the point where I got sick. I developed a mental illness mm -hmm. and that's all I knew. And so whenever people told me positive things and I surrounded my myself with positive people and every time they made me feel like I can do, I can do anything. I've always had a little devil in the back over here telling me, you can't, what are you thinking, man? And I had to battle those demons Throughout my life, when I, when I came to Canada, I didn't know English. When I played soccer, people telling me. When I got into wrestling, you can't do that. And anything that I did, whether it be in sport, in education, in my personal life, it was the worst. And so I know what you mean. And there's a lot of people going through that. And that is something that you. I wish that there was a pill that we can take so we can erase those things and we can live, you know, be a product of the positive environment. But that is really hard. Mm -hmm. unless like you said if you don't surround yourself with positive people that are going to elevate you and nourish you mentally and physically especially mentally it's going to be tough mm -hmm. i i know i know this for sure because like i said when i was training for my for that trifecta yeah I was, all right what am i gonna do like what shoes do i wear um, what is my, you know, training going to look like? What kind of nutrition do I need? Um, and then I just joined a Facebook group and it was like, <laughs> I guess we like underestimate the power of virtual groups sometimes like virtual groups have completely changed my life. Cause a lot of people say like, you know, social media is bad. Like I'm staying off of social media because so much negativity and it all comes down to like what we put our intentions on what are we put our focus on it's with anything in life we can either put our focus on the positive or put our 
focus on the negative. Like social media is a great tool if you if you're intentional with how you use it and you're not scrolling all day. You got so, it. like right when I ran my um, beast, it was just those people that were running the ultra right next to me and the and just saw seeing people that were like 20 years older than me running the race and that that's inspiring <laughs> it's like if they could do it yeah like people that are in worse shape than me um more overweight i can do it as well and also one thing i want to say to you too is uh i'm glad we don't have a pill to um get rid of those limiting beliefs because i feel like one of the greatest one of the greatest the the greatest growth in my life has come from kind of battling those um those limiting beliefs and proving them incorrect because yep. at is at the end of the day nothing i'm actually reading this book right now it's it's a really good book it's called um the gap the gap and the gain. Um, a lot of my life, I was in the gap, which basically means where you're at right now, you have this gap from where you're at right now to where you want to get to. And it's like, you know, when I, I'm debt free, I'll be happy. When I reach this rank as a coach, I'll be happy. When I achieve this goal, um, in, you know, OCR racing, I will be happy. And it's, it's not true because it's like, kind of like chasing the wind. Like I said, um, you're, it's just like a treadmill. You just keep going and you just push the goalpost back even further. So it's like, so you got the gap, which a lot of like pro athletes get into where it's like, I got to do the like high achievers. I got to achieve this. And they a lot of people, they just, they have everything in life, but then they're unhappy and they commit suicide. So you got the gap and then you have, the, you have the gain, which is like, yeah. um, your growth, what you're grateful for. Um, and one thing, one huge insight that I gained from this book is, um, I don't need, I don't need OCR racing. I don't need health and fitness. I don't need, um, my, you know, life coaching or personal training to be happy. Yeah. Like I'm happy the way I am without any of that and dude that's like that's so that's so freeing when you can just get rid of like I you know instead of needing it to wanting it like I'm cool regardless of what happens yep I agree with you buddy I don't need anything my goals are not based on my happiness my goals if I complete a goal it's not oh my god I'm, I'm, I'm more happy than yesterday it's not the way I work. Now, I, I'm not speaking on your behalf, and I'm not speaking on people out there, all you listeners and viewers. I'm not, I'm not speaking for, and for no one but myself. All my goals that I've done and that I've accomplished are goals. Those are That's my growth. Mm -hmm. that, that growth is priceless. That, that's not based on happiness. I'm, already, I'm happy as it is. I have everything I need. I have good health. I have my family. That to me makes me rich. I don't, I don't need monetary value to make me happy. But you're right. There are other people. There are people that do believe that and do feel that if they, you know, they set these goals and once they see these goals, oh, I'm happy. But then next day they're like, 
Right? Yeah. And nothing against that, but that's probably how they've been raised or that's what they know. That's the environment they're in. There, there could be many reasons or factors as to why people are like that, but you're right. Yeah. And one thing I want to say is it's, it's okay. This is, I think like, a, like my brother, for example, he's, he's like complete opposite of me. So like I'm a high achiever and he's more like, he's, I mean, he's set goals before and he's been disappointed that he hasn't reached them. And he's reached a point where it's okay. Like he's, he, he has a van. He, he, he's, he went out, you know, we were supposed to hang out this weekend, but I had COVID. Um, like he was, he sleeps in his van and he, you know, he went out West and everything and he's kind of like settling for a job, kind of like grateful that he has the job, but he's like, I don't want to dream big because I don't want to get disappointed. And one thing I want to say is like, it's okay. I think when people, we got to keep this in mind when we dream big, it's not always that the goal isn't always meant to be reached. It's meant to stretch us. And even if we don't hit the goal, it says nothing about our self-worth. It's just something, something to aim at to kind of push us outside of our comfort zone. Like I said, there's different like levels to this. Like where I was back in high school is different than where I'm at right now. So I'm like, I'm peeling back the layers of an onion where it's like getting rid of those limiting beliefs and getting rid of all that limiting talk and gaining more knowledge and gaining more wisdom. Um, and sometimes it takes some, takes a while to achieve those goals. Sometimes when you set goals, it's not meant to reach the goal. The goal is meant for you to learn from the goal so you can hit the next goal. <laughs> it's, you know, you're right. Um, when, okay. So I'm going to use as an example, I'm going to use me. When I ask God, please, God, give me the strength to reach my goal. I mean, he's not going to snap his fingers and put the goal at the front of my door. No, he's going to give me opportunities to reach that. If when I ask him for courage, he's not going to give me courage. He's going to give me the opportunity or he's going to give me opportunities to become, to be, to have courage, you know, to love the same thing. He's not, he's going to give me opportunities to love. It's not going to give it to me. A lot of people are afraid. A lot of people don't know how to. A lot of people just don't want to know what the end result is because they're afraid. What if they fail? But some people don't, they don't understand that the, the concept of failure. Failing is not bad. You have to fail in order to grow and develop. Millionaires, all those big millionaires, what do you think they just they just became millionaires? No, they had to fail. They worked really hard and they had to fail and they learned. These are lessons. And they became millionaires. Why? Because they kept on pushing the envelope and pushing themselves. Right? So we shouldn't be afraid to dream big, like you said. I've dreamed big and I failed. And I'm happy I failed. Or else I wouldn't have known on how to succeed. And get get this, get this. I just wanna, I just yeah, wanna say one one just one thing that popped up in my mind the cool thing about all this is you know you have to make sacrifice in the beginning to get you to where you want to be but the the cool thing about the you know subconscious autopilot mode 
autopilot mind is when you reach this whole new level, you think differently. And my, my mentor, he said, you, it's like a circle, like your capacity to do what you want. This is, it's like a circle in order to expand that circle. You have to get outside that circle, but with anything like now that I ran ultra races, I expanded that capacity. So that's become my new comfort zone. So anytime that I want to expand that comfort zone, I got to get out of that circle. So it's like, people are like, I'm going to have to work so hard for the rest of my life. And they're like, yeah, you have to work hard, but the more times you get outside your comfort zone, it gets easier because, um, you start liking doing these things and, um, it becomes like you go from, you go from knowing to doing to being, it's like, you have to do it long enough in order to be it. Um, but like you said, though, it's like many people get complacent, like some, some of my challengers, some of my personal training clients and coaching clients, like, uh, for example, like the new year's, like people, they, do really well and they become that become that version of who they want to become and they reach a goal and they make it into a lifestyle and then things happen and then they fall off and it's like the complacency you always have to have these new goals and um yeah it's uh kind of lost lost track here but um it's just you go from knowing to doing the being and uh, all that hard work that you're putting into it is going to pay off in the long run, but you got to fail. It's like, you know, you go to the gym and you push till failure sometimes and you squeeze out that last rep. That's like where your growth is. That's where your growth is coming from. When you don't, you don't want to do it, but you do it anyways. Yeah. These next three topics that we're going to talk about are really important. And um, my God, do I have a lot of experience in this, for example, HDA, ADD or HDHD and uh, being bullied in fitness. Um, three topics that we're going to touch on and um, that are, to me, are, wow, they're very important. Um, so let's talk about the ADD. Um, so back in high school, uh, I was diagnosed with ADD. Um, for those that don't know, you care to, um, tell us what that is. Oh yeah. So it's, uh, ADD is basically, it, it stands for attention deficit disorder. Um, and I just remember it was so difficult in school, just concentrating on what the, the, uh, the teacher has to say, and I struggle with a writing learning disability too. So, uh, in writing class, I would have to write a paper and I just remember just spending an hour, just like writing one, one page. And it was just, it was very hard for me to get my thoughts into words. And it's crazy looking at my posts now, how much I've changed from how it was back then. But um, anyways, I, 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 that was very difficult for me with ADD. 
Um, I took Ritalin. That was one of the first drugs I took uh, to, you know, help with uh, ADD. And then I ended up taking Adderall. And I really, I just did not like the way it made me feel. Um, it made me antisocial and uh, didn't have an appetite. And uh, throughout my life, I've just, uh, through, you know, meditation, through prayer, it's really helped me with growing my, you know, growing my mindset and helping me stay focused and helping me uh, listen, listen more clearly. And I, I mean, I still, I still, sometimes I, sometimes it's like, I still struggle with it. Like with personal training, for example, I'll be guiding somebody through a workout and they'll say something about their life. And I'm like, what did that person just say to me? <laughs> but it's like, now I, I'm a lot more focused and I'm a lot more, um, I'm a lot, I'm a, I guess that's what I want to say is I'm a lot more focused and through, um, through meditation, it's kind of like helped me, um, let go of all that, that background noise and help me focus on one thing yeah. and affirmations, like what you're saying with, um, if you're growing up in a, uh, with a mom and dad that said, like, you'll never amount to anything like you, like all these horrible things, it's actually affirmations, like yeah. people saying positive yeah. affirmations to you or ne negative affirmations to you. Yeah. And on average, we're oftentimes we're saying negative affirmations to ourselves automatically. So what we can yeah. do instead is you could say these positive affirmations. So, you know, for me, I'm not, not a great listener. I'm not a great listener. And I kept like saying that, or I'm not a great writer. And, you know, what you focus on expands and what you say over and over and over becomes your reality. So it's like, I just said that of that, like, I am a great writer. I have a lot of um, ideas to share. Um, people need what I need to hear my story. I have a lot of wisdom that could help a lot of people that are struggling in life. And you just keep saying these affirmations and it's, it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to change your, your mindset overnight, but with consistency, like five minutes a day, you start rewiring your mind and you automatically think differently and you automatically have more focus and you can, it's easier to listen. Yeah, exactly, buddy. I could not agree with you more. Everything you said was you're, you're like right on point. I come from that product of negative, you know, that negative environment. Mm -hmm. And then trying to shift over to a positive was really hard. Fighting those deep and that that in itself, like I said before, that becomes a mental illness. How do you fix that? I didn't know. I come from a hush hush world when it came to mental illness, illnesses or mental health. You know, I come from that world where nobody needs to know your shit. Nobody needs to know anything. Keep quiet. Mm -hmm. It was, to, I, I come from a world where that's a weakness. You don't tell people your weaknesses. So you keep yeah. quiet. 
And so everything I had to figure out on my own, every, even panic attacks. When I started getting panic attacks, I never reached out to anybody. I would have my panic attacks and cry and scream, but I would do it alone and then figure things out as to why, and then do little researches here and there. But I didn't have anybody to hold my, my fucking hand. I didn't have yeah. that. I don't, I don't come from that. And then trying to make that shift. When I met my wife, who actually, my wife helped me so much in, in, in with mindset and that acceptance, loving myself, respecting myself, accepting myself for who I am and what I look in the mirror is who I love. You know, taking that step forward. Who cares if you fail? Just do it because you can do it. Moving in and shifting, making that shift into that, into that world where you can you will you can succeed you are amazing mm -hmm. that, that that wasn't overnight man that took a lot of time when i go in and now for a, you know, an example hey, thing hey. oh sorry to interrupt you um know. one real quick with um affirmations a lot of people the reason why they don't work for a lot of people is we're saying you know I, I, I am smart. I am successful. I am, um, I am happy. And it's like, part of the mind says that's bullshit. <laughs> like that, that's not true. So one thing that, um, really has helped me out yeah. with affirmations is kind of finding proof in your, in your life, you know, where you have been successful, or somebody gave you a compliment, um, finding some proof in your past, kind of like what I'm talking about, the gap in the gain. You focus on the gap where it's like, you're not happy where you're at right now to where you want to get to, or you focus on the gain, like how much you've grown. Um, you know, because I ran a 5K Spartan race, I can complete a 10k in the future um and you it's like you kind of find proof in your life where you have been successful like if you have been successful in your past you can be successful with these new goals in the future if that makes sense and that kind of helps build some confidence in your mind so when you're saying these affirmations you actually say them and you feel them as well because if you say them and you feel them it cancels the affirmation out you actually feel it and talk in the same way that you're feeling. So when you say, I'm happy, you got to feel happy yeah. and you're, I'm confident. You have to feel confident in yourself. And it all, and flows on, it all comes down to investing in yourself, investing yeah. in your mental health, because it, without it, you won't be able to move forward. And when you are there, man, you see things a lot more clearer. You're, you're much happier because you've already, you, you've accepted, you know, you, you've already developed this relationship with yourself. You know who you are and you're able to move forward without, you know, within a, without any reservation, right? Um, now, next one. It's really important and that's bullied. Let's touch on this. So, yeah, um, it's kind of funny because I got bullied back in high school yeah. and I really don't have a great memory of it. I just remember like um, the bully throwing things at me 
um, in class. Like, I don't really have a great memory of a lot of early things in my life, which is like, when I talked to a therapist, she said, well, that's actually a good thing when you don't have that great a memory. Cause it's like, you can kind of let it go. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right about that. Like, what's the point of worrying about something in the past? If, if I could just let it go, like letting go is super powerful. You know, when we can forgive ourselves and forgive other people for what they did. And this is one thing I want to say about forgiveness. You're not forgiving the person for what they did. You're forgiving them. So you could have that percentage of you that they took. Um, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know, when you're, you're going up, up a mountain and you're carrying, you know, you have carrying these, these rocks or this big boulder or something and uh, like dragging you, you know, something on your back that's like dragging you down. Uh, you could either hold on to that or you can let it go. And I know it's not, sometimes it's not easy to do and it takes kind of like with the whole, there's different levels to it. And that's kind of like peeling back the layers of an onion. Every time you let go, you keep getting stronger over time. Like sometimes it's going to take some repetition in order for you to feel that inner heat, that, that inner healing. So that's one thing that I did is just, you know, when I got bullied and I had self-esteem, I, uh, I would say all these negative things about myself and, um, just that high, just that high achiever mindset. It's like when I started, whoops, my phone's about to fall. Um, when I had that high achiever mindset, it's like trying to prove myself. It's like, you know, I feel like I could do this better. I feel like I could do this better and just kind of like beat myself up for not being kind of like a perfectionist, like a people pleaser. Um, and what I did through, throughout my life is just, I forgave myself. It's like, I forgave myself for the times I beat myself up. And I just, like I said earlier, does this serve me? Does this help me? What can I think instead? Um, and one thing that's really helped me out, I learned it on a, a podcast, um, have you heard of uh, Trent Shelton? No. So Trent Shelton, he's a very, he's a very uh, popular, he's a uh, public speaker right now, and he was a, he was a he was an NFL player okay. in the past, and now he's uh, he talks about like forgiveness and um, self love. So one of the things that he said is on a podcast, he's like, take a ruler. And compare your compare, write down everything you're comparing yourself to. So it's like your self-worth is tied to people or tied to goals or um, tied to uh, just like all these things that you're comparing yourself to. Having having a woman, having a house, having, um, having a great job, you write everything on a ruler. And then what you do is you take some time, you just kind of close your eyes 
and you say, I let it go. And then you just snap the ruler in half. And it, dude, it's, it's so freeing. It's just one of those things you have to do to really feel just the, the power of yeah. letting go forgiveness. Or you can also do it with, uh, I've done it with, you take a paper out and you just, you kind of write, give you like write a forgiveness letter to, um, to yourself or the person that, uh, that wronged you. And you do, remember, you do this not for them. You do this for you yeah. to help you get past what they took you write it all out you either flush it down the toilet or you burn it and you just let it go but you know that it is easier said than done it is easier said than done <laughs> it's not an easy thing and there are people out there that will agree but won't do it or they're going through the process of forgiving but forgiving is a is a word that is easy to say but it's the hardest thing to do man for me yeah. to forgive a certain number of people that wronged me in my life it took me a long time man. Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna tell and sit here and lie that oh yeah that's that's an easy process to do because myself and many people out there that are listening and are probably going through the same thing and they're probably really saying f that or i'm in the processes because it is true for your mental sanity just forgive, yeah. forgive, let go and move forward, man. There's so much more to life than to stop your life at that particular time when you were wronged and dwelling on it, when you can easily just let it go and move forward because you have so much ahead of you. What you know, what's behind us is called the past and what's in front of us is called the future. Which one's more important to you? Because we only have one life and we only have a certain amount of time here in this earth. So I guess uh, you know, those are some of the things that I've been learning, that I've learned that, uh, I, I'm, you know, people that I surround myself, you know, I, I listen to when we talk about this topic and I hear and I, and, I, and I truly believe it. What's more important, what's behind you or what's in front of you? And it's true. I love what's in front of me. And there's a lot of things that I don't know what's in front of me and I can't wait to discover it. But if I'm going to sit here and, and, and dwell on something that, I was wronged in a certain period and have that hold me back and hold me down. No, I'm not moving forward. I'm not growing. I'm not developing. Yeah. But our definition of growth and our definition of moving forward and our definition of forgiving could mean a whole lot different to somebody else. Yeah, that's true. Right. And people's experiences. And, you know, when you're a product of society that, you know, you were wrong all through your life, it, it makes it really hard to move forward. Yep. Right. So those are some of the things, I guess, we also have to look at when, when it comes to people, because, wow, you know, it, that's, it's easier said than done. One thing I want to say is that's another reason why it's so important to treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, I heard this at, uh, during my church service today, they're talking about, it's the, the power of your tongue. You have whatever words you use, you have the power to heal or the power to hurt. And you never know what somebody is going through. So it's best just to treat people with 
you know, it's not easy every single day, but we just got to keep in mind that, you know, it's not right what people have done to us. Um, and I'm not trying to downplay what people go through. Um, just keep in mind that, you know, people go through generational curses where, you know, um, their parents might have abused them or they might have gone through a horrible life. Their parents might have gone through a horrible life and their grandparents might have gone through a horrible life. So that's that's my main thing is just um, just like the principles when Jesus lived here, just treating people with respect and loving people the way they are and just being a good person and just never know what somebody's going through. So just trying to make, try to make the world a better place by your words. Oh man, it's true. It's very true. You know, being bullied is not something that I condone. Um, and I'm a product of it. And I also did it to others. And I hate to say it, man. Um, when I came to Canada, as I was telling you before, I, I didn't, even though I was born in Canada, I wasn't raised here. I was raised in Ecuador. I came here when I was 11 years old. So the early 80s, um, I was treated like garbage. You know, I do say I love the 80s, but that's just, I guess, uh, that's just a cover up, I guess. Like a clown, you know, he smiles, but you don't know what he's going through the inside. So, uh, I came here, oh my God, the, the torture that I went through, not knowing the language and protecting my brother and getting beat up and having teachers take my lunch, getting picked on. And when I started to develop the language, I was so scared of talking to people. I was scared of saying a word. I was scared to even, you know, I was scared that a teacher might pick me in class and ask me a question because I would freak out. So that's how my panics used to, that's how my panic, evolved you know that's that's my belief that's how it happened uh, i started to develop these panic attacks you know the anxiety and then you know i i started to develop this 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 fear of people talking to me because i was scared to, to say something because as soon as i talk and as soon as a word came out of my mouth people would judge me and look at me and pick on me you know and so to me the word bullied i was bullied and then you know and later in life I decided mentally, in order for me to fix this, I need to get into uh, I need to get into some fighting sports. I need to get into boxing. I need to get into wrestling. Yep. And I got into those to protect myself and protect my family. But I got into those things for the wrong reasons, not for the right. And mm -hmm. I got into trouble with the police because it's what I knew. It's mm -hmm. what I developed. A mental illness. That's that's the way I perceived it that that like this was good for me i'm doing the right thing here but it wasn't but later in life when i when i you know i matured more and i realized okay now i'm understanding everything that was happening and then you know meeting my wife then everything turned everything changed and i started to change but it came with time and it came with support it came with the right help in surrounding myself but man I'm still battling demons and I do mm -hmm. it within closed yep. doors and it, but it's not an easy thing. And for people that are listening and watching guys, if you guys are going through anything, you know, there are programs, there are social programs, there are numbers you guys can call 
I wish I had these numbers I can put up where people can call and a hotline that you can, you know, call to speak to somebody. Because sometimes it just takes that one person to talk to and just have that person listen to you. It makes a huge difference. I don't know about you, but it makes a big difference also when you have somebody acknowledged for something that you did that was good and give you that pat on the back, give you that arm around that, you know what, you're a good man. Everything's going to be just fine. There are so many things that we, that, that, you know, there's so many people out there going through so much that I wish I could reach out to everybody and lend a helping hand, but it's impossible. Yeah. Right. So. Yep. One thing I want to say too, is just like, you know, there's so many people just struggling out there and um, we, you know, for me, there's certain things kind of like these repeated behaviors, repeated patterns where it's like, you know, previous failures. It's like, I feel kind of embarrassed to talk to somebody about this again. And really though, it's, we either can fight with their own mind about it or fight with somebody that can give us an insight or give us wisdom um, because this is really true it's uh one person on one day at one time can give you like a piece of advice that can completely change your life but we have to be open we have to ask for help and oftentimes we're afraid to yeah help i know i'm guilty of it too oh yeah like, it's like man it's I'm going to try and solve this by myself because it's like, I feel weak if I'm going to, if, if I'm asking somebody, but there's exactly. people, there's people out there that are just like us that have gone through the struggles that know how it feels. So we actually love helping people because we don't, we know how the pain feels. And we know how good we feel now, now that we've overcome that pain. And we're still working on that. I'm working on it yeah. still. It's not that's, easy. That's one thing like the, um, I just, I just said this the other day, um, those, you know, the, the enemy is going to give you those limiting beliefs all the time. Um, but what happens is the more you work on your mindset, the more you, as Tony Robbins, he's like, it, it, he talks about an emotional home. Like we all have an emotional home that we go back to. So for example, people that are uh, there, they have everything. Like all the, the famous sports stars, they have everything, but they're still not happy. Their emotional yeah. home, yeah. you know, the gap, that gap mindset. Or you have somebody that lives in a third world country where it's like they don't have really anything, but they're, they're still, they're still happy. So um, just that emotional home, I forget where I was going with this, but it's, I guess it's just like, don't, don't be afraid to reach out for help. And like, there's people out there that are, that would love to help you. And, you know, once you, once you have this, this is where I was going with this. When, when you, when you start building this emotional home, 
um, you're going to go through challenges in your life. You're still going to have those insecurities that pop up every once in a while. You're still going to have those limiting beliefs. And oftentimes, like the more successful you have, the more, you, you know, you're trying to reach this bigger goal, you're going to have even more doubt. Um, but your emotional home, you change your emotional home where it's like, um, I'm going through these challenges, but I still think positive and I still think of ways I can overcome it. You focus on the solutions rather than the challenges. Yeah. I agree. Um, makes sense. Your biggest, okay. your biggest truth too, because a lot of these limiting beliefs saying I can't be successful or um, I'll never be fit or, you know, all, all these, this other, all these other BS limiting beliefs, when you really step back and you're like, is this really true? It's like, no, like other people have just like me, same body type have been successful. So when we really step back and we ask yourself, is it true? We can really, you know, kind of change our mindset and think a little differently. Yeah. It's not, not easy, but it's worth it. You know, just to give everybody, uh, um, you know, just to elaborate on mindset and everything that we talked about. Um, when it comes to you as a person, I'm not saying you or you, anybody, you, when you change your mindset and in that mindset, change a couple of words, remove the word no and add a yes, remove the word no and add an I can. It's, it, 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 it's so simple. It's just a matter of a couple of words that you need to, you know, remove something like no and then add yes or an add I can or an I, I will. And let that be your affirmation every time you wake up in the morning and in the afternoon and at night, investing in yourself those couple of minutes. At the end of the week, you've invested, let's say, an hour at the end and you keep on doing that and making that your routine. All those affirmations that you're doing to yourself, those positive affirmations, you're going to see how far it's going to take you. For example, when I, do, when, I, when I compete, I don't go with a mindset into a race. I can't. No, I can't do this. These guys are here. No, I can't do this. Oh, this guy is here. Oh, look at these name brands. I can't do this. Oh, no, I can't. If I think like that, I will never reach my goal. Mm -hmm. So that took time. That took time. That took me accepting myself for who I am. And it doesn't matter what position I finish. Just as long as I give it my all, that accomplishment, that's my goal. That's it. I obtained it. I did it. I wasn't afraid. I took that, I took that, that first step and I, and I went at it. Who cares what, who cares what the result's going to be? Just as long as you get out and do it. Mm. Right. And if you fail, that's fine. Accept it. Love it. <laughs> because it's a lesson that's going to help you with your growth and your development. But it all starts with you. You are the only person that can stop you from moving forward. No one else. But like we said before, that is easier said than done. And it also depends on the person, right? And so, guys, everybody, male and female, you know, surround yourselves with positive people. It makes 
a huge difference when you surround with people, like I said before, that nourishes you, elevates you, believes in you, right? It's truly important for one's mental health. If I said something wrong, please correct me, Mike. No, and I, <laughs> I, I totally agree. It's what you were saying about, um, you know, if, if you fail, regardless of what happens, um, you're a winner. Um, because, right. you know, out of, you know, the, the chances of you being born, it's crazy. <laughs> like the odds of us being born, I, it's like one in trillions or something like that. So there's a reason why you're on this earth. Um, and, you know, when God, when you were born, when you were born, you were whole and complete. Like you didn't, you don't need goals in order to, for you to be happy. You don't need to be in a relationship in order to be happy. You don't need to live somewhere that you love in order to be happy. Those are all, you know, secondary things. And I know for me, it's like when I just gave myself permission just to let go of um, needing external validation and needing those, those uh, external things to make me happy. And then things just opened up for me where it's like, I had more peace. I was more happy. I had more creative ideas. Um, I got in the flow state and, you know, it's amazing when you get in that flow state, when you're in that momentum Yeah. Um, and you don't care about what other people think about you and you're able to speak your mind and that that energy right there, like people can feel that desperation energy where it's like, you feel like I need to reach this goal. Yeah. Um, I need to build this team. I need to be with this woman, this guy, people that, and it's unattractive, but when you give yourself permission just to just let go of those things, um, then it's an attractive energy. And people are attracted to that and new opportunities will come to you. And it, when you, it's funny because when you, it's, it's counter, counterintuitive because I think, I guess you got to work hard to reach the goal. But oftentimes if you work too hard, when you need the goal, you end up pushing it away. Like you get discouraged and you want to quit. Yeah. But if you kind of let go and like you said, regardless of what happens, I'm okay. You're able to think more clear. You're able to make better decisions. Um, you're able to look at your wins rather than your losses. You're able to give instead of get. Because, you know, when you're in that needy mindset, like, for example, if you want to build a team or um, achieve a business goal, you're focusing on getting rather than giving. And the only way to actually be successful in business is by adding value to people's lives. Yep. Um, just one last thing before we leave. Guys, if you guys are surrounded by people that are constantly telling you no, no, you can't, do me a favor. Run. Run as fucking fast as you can and get away from these people. Why? And why do I say that? Because I, I, I come from that. It is the worst thing especially moving like maturing in, in life and developing and just as you get older that 
that can really play with your mental health. That can really play with your just with your mental health in such ways that are so negative that it's going to impact you in life. Get away from those people. And then you're going to find those people everywhere. Strangers, family members, friends. Get away from them. Value your life. Value your mental health. Okay? Each and everybody that's out there, you are a gift. God doesn't just make anybody just, just to make. You all are a gift. You're all beautiful just the way you are. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. Find that gift. We all have it. Okay? Uh, Mike, um, I thank you once again for coming on, having these important, having this discussion about, you know, with all, you know, with everything that we talked about that is so truly important that we need to talk about, that we need to get out there. And we hope, and, and I hope that we reached out to so many people that are battling, that are going through this, and that we shed some light because it's truly important for all you viewers and listeners. Um, I hope you guys learned as much as I have. This is Mike Dittos. Mike, if people wanted to reach out to you, ask you questions, pick your brain about today's, everything that we talked about, how can they reach you? Where can they go? Um, so you guys can go. It's really easy. Um, Instagram, mditos, um, my last name. So it's D-E-O-E-S. Or you can look me up, um, Mike Ditos on Facebook as well. So feel free to send me a message if you guys have any questions at all. I'd love to help you out. Like we said, um, doesn't hurt to ask for help. And I know it's hard to ask for help and everything, but there are people out there that have gone through the pain that you're going through that don't want you to feel that pain anymore. That can be that bridge to get you to where you want to be instead of saving, you know, instead of spending 10 years trying to figure it out yourself, you, I know for me, for my mentors, a five minute call, 10 minute call could save me um, 10 years of my life trying to just, you know, fumble over my own footsteps, trying to figure things out. So don't, don't feel, don't feel afraid to have to reach out for help. I know it's not easy, but it's, it's worth it guys. And I agree with you. And if you guys want to reach out, Hey, listen, I'm here to lend a, you know, an ear, you know, and let's just listen. Like I said before, sometimes that's all it takes. It's just somebody to actually give a shit, you know, be there and just listen. You don't really have to say much. Just listen. Cause maybe some people just want to talk and let it out. Right. Um, ask questions. Mike's here. I'm here guys. Um, I've had other episodes where I talked about mental health with other people, with other um, guests. And it's something that we need to talk about. Uh, oh, he's gone and he's back. Um, guys, you know, Mike, thank you so much again for making time. Um, I wish you the very best and I hope that you and I, you. This. I, I hope that we can do this again. I yeah, definitely. I was love. I was yeah. feeling good today. Yeah, man. We can, whenever you want to, you just let me know and we'll do it. That's it. Okay. Right? Uh, because if, if we can help somebody out there, if we can have one help one or two people, then we did something. We did something good. Great. other than that myself you take care and i wish you the best stay healthy uh and we'll talk soon all right see you later everyone take care guys